Hello, I'm Sarah Connolly, and today I'm talking to Mariana Voss, the one, the only Mariana Voss. How are you? Well, yeah, good. Thank you for uh, the invitation to uh, to talk, and um, well, I'm uh, I'm good. Just back from a ride, and it was uh, excellent. Where are you? Are you back in the Netherlands now? Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, traveling a bit. I've been, of course, to uh, the Tour of Britain. I've been to the Giro for a few days. But, well, of course, it's good to be back home uh, again and uh, to be training. Excellent. What's it like going to races when you're not riding them? Is it strange? Yeah, it's strange. Uh, Yeah, for example, in Tour of Britain, the first day, um, well, first you have to explain uh, why you're there. And then, um, well, yeah, then you get used to it. So I think. For me, it's always nice to catch up with all the all the girls with the with the team, but also uh, all the colleagues. And well, I'm used to it now, not not being racing, and and other girls are are it as well. So um, that's a point of uh, acceptance. And but it's still a bit a bit strange. And um, of course, I'd, uh, I hope to be back soon. Mm, yeah, we hope you're back soon as well. I mean, at the Tour of Britain, it was really weird because last year you couldn't walk anywhere around the race without 100 people asking for your autograph. And this year you were kind of sneaking around with people not recognising you. Did that feel weird? Well, actually, I still got recognised a lot, even uh, outside the race and uh, not in my cycling gear. So for me, it was uh, uh, that was more unexpected than uh, being recognised uh, in, in my cycling clothes last year. To be that known in uh, in Great Britain, uh, maybe even more than in uh, in Holland. That's uh, well, that's surprising. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, without my helmet and glasses and uh, and cycling kit, it's it's not so easy to recognize me. And sometimes I had an opportunity just to uh, hang around, uh, be the tourist, and uh, cycle along from start to finish. Yeah, being uh, a bit more on my own. Yeah, I mean, of course, you were doing the live TV every day, so I think that would help people see you. Uh, what was the TV work like? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First day, I was a bit nervous because it had to be in, in English, of course, and um, I didn't do it before. I uh, It was the first time, uh, live television, or not live, but uh, to, to report. And uh, yeah, I was a bit nervous, but Ned Belting, he uh, made me feel at ease, and um the guys were were really good for my TV four. So after the first day, it went better, and uh, I got more relaxed. I knew what what to talk about, and the good thing was it was only short. I had to do a short a talk before the race and a short one after the race with a with a small recap and looking forward to the next stage. But it was was really fun to do something something different, something else, and. Of course, uh, you need to learn in uh, such a process, but it was uh, it was excellent. Yeah, I think it was really nice having. I mean, you won the race last year, so no one can kind of have bet more experience than that. There was something very very nice about having you know a real rider saying what what those those stages liked. I think it added a lot. Well, yeah, that's what I uh, hoped. Of course, I uh, I've raced last year and I knew what the stages were were like. I know all the riders. I know the teams. So I think, yeah, that can add some value to uh, to the report. I'm I'm not a real uh, journalist, of course, but uh, being an insider, that can make a make a difference. And uh, well, I hope uh, people liked it. Yeah, I think they liked it a lot. And um. 
of course, the other thing they liked was getting to ride with you. You, you rode a couple of stages with fans off the internet um, and also with, uh, with Brie Waller from Optum. What, what was that like? Well, yeah, first two days I was in the team car and, uh, of course, it was nice to be uh, in the race and to see, that, uh, to see the race from that perspective and uh, to be in the car with, uh, with our uh, DS, Coach uh, Moerenhout, and with our uh, mechanics, Sam uh, Versteeg. But well, after two days, I, I got—I have to admit—I got a bit bored <laughs> in the car, <laughs> and um, I said, "Well, maybe I uh, just ride from the start to the finish." Uh, of course, do a shortcut because the the bunch is way way faster. <laughs> but then I—I uh, I had some training, well, and um, as I didn't know the roads, I tried to uh, to get some navigation with me. Well, luckily there were some people with me and uh, showed me the way so stage three four five i had some uh, some company and especially the fourth stage i rode with Lars trots dad he showed me around and uh, the last stage it was uh, indeed brianna waller she uh, she dropped out of the race because of illness and well yeah we had a we had a lot of fun together <laughs> yeah that that 17 year old girl you rode with stassi on, yeah. on the last day, I I told her she was. I, I'd met them at the start line, and I told her and her dad that they should go down to the car park and say hi to riders. And when I met her, she said that she wasn't she wasn't sure if she should have worn a Wiggle Honda shirt or not. She said she felt a bit embarrassed. And then afterwards on Twitter, I was saying, "So that was a right decision," because she said that you came up to her and asked her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I was still on my own, and I didn't find uh, somebody to ride with me. And um, I, I got a bit nervous because I wanted to be at the finish on time to see the riders, of course, and uh, to do the TV work. Uh, and then I saw uh, Stacy and her dad, and I thought they would be, uh, they would know the road. So I just asked, um, "Well, any interest riding with me to Hamel Hempstead?" <laughs> Another question. I don't know the road, so it would be nice if you if you know any direction. So yeah, and that that, that was the case. So we uh, we rode together, <laughs> and we had a we had a nice bunch. Uh, the, the boyfriend of Lisa Lodecois, he went with us, and um, so we had a we had a small group. <laughs> That's excellent. I mean, I think one of my highlights was watching the TV in the same hotel as you, uh, when you were watching that that stage that stage with the really technical finish. And I think you were saying that it was more scary to watch it than it was to ride it. Yeah, yeah. I always get nervous uh, watching cycling because uh, it, it looks so scary and dangerous and it looks so fast. And when you're in the bench yourself, of course, it can be uh, dangerous. But then you know what you you can do and then you have it. Yeah, then you're in your own uh, control. But only watching it, yeah, I got uh, I got nervous. <laughs> it's always it's always nice. But I like watching cycling, and as I missed all the all the racing, I only saw uh, yeah saw a start and finish. It was good to uh, to have the whole race in a recap in the evening. Yeah, are you watching the Giro TV as well at the moment? Um, well, yeah, I try to follow it a little bit. I don't watch the the whole thing, but uh, yeah, it's, it has been. Uh, has been really good racing so far. Uh, different winners, different teams uh, up there, uh, different nationalities, and that makes it uh, it really exciting. So far, it has been very unpredictable, and uh, yeah, some really good winners. Yeah, I mean, Pauline's win yesterday, just a couple of meters ahead of the chase group, that was 
a fantastic finish. Yeah, yeah, of course, he is an excellent rider and he knows how it works. Uh, and I have to say the team is, is doing really well and that makes, makes it uh, better and easier to play a game. But yeah, you still have to do it. And it was, of course, very, very exciting to see or if she, she would hold it to the line. And then, uh, yeah, only a couple of meters uh, winning in the rainbow jersey in, in the Giro d'Italia um, yeah, must have been really special for her. And yeah, I think uh, or, or I had some, some contact in, uh, in WhatsApp and uh, well, yeah, she was really, really happy. Have you been giving her and the team any advice about racing it? Well, of course, we have contact and um I try to give some advice, but she knows what to do uh, as well. So I don't need to give give my advice constantly. But it's nice to yeah to share some uh, some experiences and uh, well yeah of course I've I have some experience in in different races and um, well I try uh, to add some some uh, value uh, to the team and uh, if possible in this uh, in this way. The other person I was super happy to see win a stage was Lucinda Brand, especially after she had two second places. For her to win a stage after all the work she's done for you in the past and other riders in the past, that was a beautiful win too. Yeah, well, I have to say Lucinda made a huge step and she, she is uh, such an all-round rider at the moment. Um, she's a good sprinter. Uh, she has done really uh, well in the time trials and, um, well, bike handling skills... Uh, I think you can uh, can give her. Uh, yeah, she's 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 the best in the in the bunch. So it's it's really really good to see her winning, and she's been close uh, even last year. She was uh, there was a stage she was well. I think we were with uh, with three of us uh, with Shelly Olds on the line, and after the stage, she said, "Yeah, well, I didn't even." think that I, uh, I I had a chance and now yes yeah, she uh, well she just uh, takes the opportunity and and she goes for it and after winning the national uh, championship back again after 2013 well she's flying yeah and just I'm happy it's, it's really nice to see riders take a step up and just develop it, it, it's fun to watch when you've you know seen them watch them for a couple of years yeah, 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 and she she really developed, and um, she she made that step herself, and now she she knows what she's capable of as well. So um, um, yeah, she's definitely a rider to watch from now on. Yeah. So who's going to win the Giro, Mariana? <laughs> um, well, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, and it was a. Uh, yeah, and a, a good race so far, and um, um, yeah, we're gonna have uh, some some hard stages coming up, and especially the last time trial, and and then he'll finish. Uh, we'll make it really tough until the end. So I have to say, I I can't can't uh, say who is uh, who is winning it. And, yeah, well, I have no no particular idea because I'm not racing. I don't really feel how everybody. Uh, is and uh, how strong the riders are but i think uh, of course the pink jersey at the moment megan garnier is doing really well but looking into uh, the, the stages to come uh, anna van der Breg has a really good chance to win with the with the time trial and the uphill finish yeah i mean i think between anna and pauline they can both climb they can both descend i think rabo has to be my favorite to win at the moment 
Yeah, that's that's um, well. Yeah, of course. Uh, Rebel, if we uh, we went with Anna van der Berg as uh, as the rider for the GC, but Pauline, of course, is a, is a very good rider and all round as well. Uh, normally, uh, the time trial of Anna will be a, a bit better, but uh, we'll have to see. And still, uh, different cards to play. But it's not only Rubble Lif who's racing, so um, there's still uh, still a lot of uh, hard work to do. <laughs> so it's no secret that this has been a hard year for you. You've been injured for most of this and you haven't been racing. How are you coping with that? Well, in the beginning of the season, I uh, had some problems to accept it because, yeah, I just wanted to race and try to, to get back as soon as possible. But uh, after my hamstring injury, uh, I came back, uh, well, quite fast and I had some, some troubles. I was still at 70, 80% and then racing. And then I broke uh, my rib in, uh, in, in a mountain bike race in April. Uh, again, I wanted to, uh, to try to get back as fast as possible. That went quite well. After two weeks, I was uh, again racing. Um, but that took uh, a lot of energy from me and uh, from my body and uh, it just uh, said uh, stop it's enough I didn't recover from uh, from the injury from the races from trainings and uh, I knew I had to take take off longer to uh, to let my body rest and uh, recover fully and then uh, build up properly to uh, to be a hundred percent fit again for uh, for racing so then I uh, I knew I had to accept it and uh, and just give it time that must be very, very hard. Well, yeah, yeah, it's hard. But on the other hand, it gives me time to uh, to yeah to look uh, to look from a, an outside perspective, and um, it's good to feel uh, the motivation is uh, is really high, and uh, I, I, j- I just miss it so much that uh, that I know I uh, I still love cycling uh, uh, very much, and um, I have been lucky or lucky I don't know if you can call it luck but uh, since uh, 2004 since the junior categories I'm racing on the on the highest international level and um, so far I haven't had any major major injury so I think I've thought or knew that in uh, in this this level in this uh, yeah in the highest level of sports it can happen some something and uh well, this might be the year, and this might be uh, my uh, my my injury that ha- that I have to cope with. And um, well, it's okay. I'll be back. Do you have any idea when you're going to be racing again? No, but actually, I'm I'm feeling better, and uh, the build up now in the last couple of weeks is going quite well, um, but still no intensity. Yeah. Um, so it, uh, it will t- it will take uh, more time to uh, to get back into racing. I don't know yet if uh, if this season uh, I will be uh, be racing still racing. Of course, uh, that would be nice. But on the other end, I know um, I just want to be a hundred percent fit and uh, and and then uh, and only then go back to racing and not uh, and not too early. Yeah, that that makes so much sense because I can imagine the temptation is as soon as you feel a bit better to try again but especially with Rio next year I think your fans would much rather see you take this year off the bike and then just come back stronger yeah well yeah and that's that's the thing that I 
I really know myself as well. I just want to give it the time I need and um, um, yeah, well, to uh, to rush the training now and the build up that will be uh, not so smart. Yeah. Um, do you think that you'll still carry on riding cyclocross and road and mountain bike once you come back, or do you think you're going to cut back some of that program? Um, well, the mountain bike was uh, was one thing I, uh, I wanted to add, add to my program. Uh, that's something uh, new, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tight for uh, for so uh, that's the, f- the 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 first thing that's uh, a little bit in doubt. First, I uh, I will return to uh, to the things I uh, yeah I'm normally uh, doing, and that's cyclocross and road racing. And that's a combination. I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that I can uh, I can make mm-hmm. combination with mountain bike. Uh, yeah, it's it's something I only can do and uh, when I'm uh, uh, over a hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, that's that's not the case at the moment. So I'll need I need to see that. Yeah, I have always loved that you ride both mountain bike and cyclocross, and it feels like cyclocross is your favorite. Is that true, or am I making that up? Um, well, I, I really like it uh, because it's it's short, it's explosive, it's different uh, races. Uh, sometimes it's sand and it's mud, and and yeah, I love it very much. It's uh, it's it's an an honest sport. If you're good, you'll be up front, and mm. yeah, if you don't have any mechanical problems, but and yeah, I like it very much. But uh, I have to say, I like mountain bike as well and uh, and road racing the tactics and racing with a team that makes it always really interesting and exciting um so for me that's not it's not easy to say what i what i like most but to miss uh, a cyclocross season yeah that would be uh, hard for me mm-hmm. yeah i mean, it it's so funny the cyclocross season is so different everything from Hochseider on the sand through to you know the mud races through to Koppenberg. Which is your favorite cyclocross race? Um, well, uh, here as well, I like uh, the differences every week. Uh, one one week you're racing uh, in the mud, uh, you're, you're feeling about uh, a meter uh, walking and running through the mud, and then uh, <laughs> and then the sand. But I have to admit, I'm better in in the faster laps, and I'm not really the most powerful rider so with uh, with more mud i'm having problems but i i like it uh the more tech the more technical and uh, and with short uphills that's uh that these are my favorites and uh of course like solder is uh is really a, a race that suits me yeah and, and who's your favorite rival to ride against in cyclocross oh I always love to race with uh, Daphne van der Brandt because she was really clever and hard to beat. But uh, also uh, Katie Compton, she's so strong. We have different capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really powerful and I'm, the more, I'm a bit faster and uh, maybe a bit more technical. But when she is on fire, she's, uh, she's really hard to beat. So I hope she will be back fit and 100% healthy uh, this year again because she struggled uh, during this uh, last season. And, well, of course, Katerina Nash is is a really good rider, uh, especially when it's uh, uphill. Mm -hmm. She's she's difficult to beat. And then you have uh, 
of course, our world champion, Pauline ferrand Prevost, is uh, well, she's good in nearly everything. If she has her mind to, to some race, then uh, you know she'll be there. I mean, when she first started, everyone was calling her the new Mariana Voss. <laughs> is that a strange thing when the real Mariana Voss is still around? Uh, well, yeah, maybe. But um, if I saw her racing in, in juniors when she came over to, to Elite and uh, she was in the French uh, national team in, in Luxembourg and um, she was she was riding so well and not afraid just to to go and attack and uh, and, and try to go for the win. And so uh, yeah, I, I liked her um, her spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm really happy she's uh, she's in our team, and um, I've I've been uh, been riding with her. So it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's an it's an honor to uh, to race with her in Rabolive. Mm-hmm. And um, well, yeah, she's she's definitely uh, very very all round, uh, winning mountain bike world cups last year, uh, being world champion road uh, and cyclocross, uh, having a good time trial and a sp- good sprint as well. Yeah, there is uh, not mu- much you can uh, can ask more. No, not at all. So on the road, then, if you were out in a break, which of your rivals would you be happiest, or would you enjoy most being out in a break with? to try and beat them to the finish um looking back i'm i'm, I'm always still st- still i uh, would would love to be in a break with uh, ina yoko to america and uh, have a sprint with her but that never happened uh-huh. so um, yeah and that won't happen anymore so um i regret that a little bit but um well yeah i always like uh, to be in a break with uh, elisa longerborghini she always wants to race and, and go for it um, that's a uh, that's a rider um, always trying to uh, to make a race and uh, make it really exciting, interesting, mm-hmm. and hard. Um, but of course, it's always uh, always good to be uh, to be in front with with the best riders and yeah, and then uh, try to fight for the win. <laughs> One of the things that people have been asking about is with if you'd ever have a go at the hour record, but it doesn't seem to be. You know, it doesn't, that's not the first thing I think of when I think of you. Is that something you'd ever try or would you rather just be in the races where it's all about, you know, the strategy? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I love the competition and I love to uh, to play tactics and to, to try uh, uh, to to win races. Uh, an hour record is, isn't something that, that really uh, suits me. I've never really thought about this and uh and thought about uh doing this um but of course it's it's a fantastic thing and uh yeah it, it, it will be something that uh that will be be a try in the end and end of my career but uh i'm not uh not doing that at the moment i'm not uh, thinking about it at the moment and uh, if somebody is saying it then they have the uh, made it made it uh, in their minds themselves so <laughs> it's not my uh, my goal at the moment yeah. who, who do you think would um who do you think will be the first woman to to break leontine's record i mean i would love to see ellen van dyke go for it and lisa brenauer but who who do you think would do it best oh i'm i'm pretty sure that if ellen van dyke would focus on it and train on it that she would be uh Capable, capable to to come close to the record. Of course, it's a fantastic record that uh, Leontine put it up, and uh, it's not it's not easy to uh, 
break that record. Uh, we all we all know that uh, Sarah Stories tried to uh, to break it. She came close, but uh, didn't make it. Uh, only 500, 600 meters, and she's a, a hell of a rider. So it's not easy to break. Um, but uh, but Ella would be a name that uh, well she she. If she is a hundred percent and she focuses on it, I think she can do it. Uh, especially now with uh, with the new rules. Mm-hmm. But also here, you have to focus on it, uh, fit your training into it, and it doesn't really uh, fit into the to the other races, uh, world championships, and now uh, the Olympics coming up. I doubt if she uh, if she's thinking of it. Yeah, yeah. So one last question thinking about where women's cycling is and where it was at the start of your career what do you think of the state of the sport I mean how do you feel about it when you look at where we are well yeah this is a question that you can't answer in uh, in a minute um, <laughs> uh, cycling women's cycling changed in the in the last decennium I'm happy to see this, these changes there are a lot of uh, big uh, races uh, added to the calendar um, teams uh, got more structured the depth of the field is way way bigger um, so that uh, makes it more interesting to race that makes it more interesting to uh, to watch the races you see uh, sponsors seeing the, the value of the sport and I hope this uh, this progress will uh, will continue in the coming years I know the UCI is working on a on the, on the structure and uh, to make a world league uh, to get a more balanced calendar and um, there is still still a lot of things to change and steps to take differences between races and uh, some some really really high level races and some well a bit uh, less structured races <laughs> and well you have very very good teams with the uh, with with everything well organized the logistics uh, staff uh, uh, races and everything is well organized and there is all there's also teams on the same level a UCI level that are uh, less organized so this uh, sh- shouldn't be the case and these are uh, are difficult steps to uh, to take but i know the UCI is working on it and um, yeah we should all try to uh, yeah, to develop and um, hopefully in the next four or five years uh, will be even further. That's so exciting. So, you know, any little Mariana for the future, future world champions sitting at home, eight years old, they'll have a much different sport to come into. Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, yeah, if I look back in, in the first year that I came into uh, the elite peloton, it was 2006. Yeah, there has, has been a lot. A lot of changes and of course uh, sometimes we, we still well moan a little bit about equality and uh, uh, the, the less money that is uh, is going on in, in women's cycling but I think we can also be proud of, of how uh, how far we are now and uh, just try to keep the yeah the fight and, uh, and and continue this. Thank you for all your work you do on that with the UCI but also I hope you heal fast, come back stronger, and good luck. Good luck in the future. Thank you. I'll try my best. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much.